art, business, and community. Those are the ABCs of craft beer, and your host, Brad Mooney, is going to be diving into those subjects that feed our curiosity about craft beer. What is the art of creating those amazing-tasting beverages? What kind of business does it take to run a successful tap house? How do the leaders in the craft beer community show up? And now lastly, what is the involvement of craft beer companies in the communities that they serve? Listen to find out why craft beer is one of the most fun industries around today. So hello and welcome back to another session of the ABCs of craft beer. Brad Mooney here and today I have Ernie Sue with me from Trolley 5 in Calgary. Um, Good hello? to see you, Brad. So I, I, again, this is uh, the art, business, and community of craft beer. So Ernie, let's start off with, who are you? Where, how do you fit into the craft beer industry? Uh, give us a little bit of background on, on, on where you fit. Yeah, so my passion for beer started back when I was 18 to you know, 24, when I was doing um, touring around kickboxing. I was introduced to a lot of UK beers. Uh, from there, you know, the very first restaurant... Uh, that I opened that was centered around beer was 1410 World Beer House. And we were the first location in Western Canada to bring in Delirium Tremens, Afflegem, uh, La Chouf, Erdinger Weiss, Erdinger Dunkelweiss. So uh, my passions there really started to grow within beer. And then along the way, I ended up as part of the craft beer market group, which then tailored my palate to for a real love for North American craft beer. Cool. And from that, you started into the restaurant business first, or did you start actually making beer or how did, how no, did you do that? I, I started in the restaurant business um, right, right from the age of 16. Uh, and then was a general manager by the time I was 21 uh, for a large group that was out of here in Calgary. Uh, and then was home brewing by about 22, 21. Uh, and those beers were not good. <laughs> They're experimental, put it that yeah, way. Yeah, we were lucky to kill anybody with those beers for sure. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah, I'm surprised that I still love beer after, after starting my home brews there for a bit. But yeah, so I've been in the industry for over, um, over 35 years and, you know, still plugging away. So where does Trolley 5 fit into this? Trolley 5, uh, my business partner and I, our dream was always to open up a brewery. So uh, at one point we were adversaries. I, I, was, I had like UK, Belgian beer houses and like as restaurants and he had craft beer markets. And then when we got talking, uh, it only made sense for us to partner up on a, on a beautiful space in Calgary here that we built from scratch. Um, and yeah, started to brew the beers that we really love. So are you still in your original space and, and where you started making the beer? We just crossed four years in our space. We're at 16,000 square feet over four floors. And the name, uh, I didn't, it looks like it comes from the, the original trolley system in Calgary? That's right. In, in the 1920s, so PJ and I are both born and raised Calgarians, uh, which is a little bit of a rarity in our own city. Uh, yeah, but, <laughs> Yeah, the name derives from in the 1920s, Calgary had a trolley car system and the route number five ran down 17th Avenue here to Marta Loop. Uh, so it only made sense for us when we opened up the brewery to, you know, make sure that the name was centered around some history in the area. Well, uh, yeah, and uh, 
like I have no fair amount about Calgary as well. And they had quite the system. Like you see the trolleys at Heritage Park, but um, yeah, I don't know why they got rid of it all and changed it all, but uh, yeah, electric. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah, when you when you look at the historical photos of the trolley car system, it's it's a real shame because if they had it kept it, it would have solved a lot of infrastructure problems that are happening right now. But uh, um, yeah, we're 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 proud of the name. We're proud to of the history that is tied into our brewery here for sure. Well, yes, and I, I electric motor driven trolleys were actually very new, like. They, they came out well before the internal combustion engines, right? So yeah, they, yeah, it was like yeah. almost ahead of its time if you, if you really look at yeah. it. Yeah, so yeah, that's a, an in amazing piece of history. Yeah, yes. in terms of sustainability, way ahead of its time. So somehow you found out that the trolley used to go down 17th Avenue and you built on 17th Avenue. Where, what is the location of your beer, your, your brew pub? We are uh, 728 17th Avenue Southwest, so kind of like right in the heart of the Red Mile. Okay, so that's where all the uh, Calgary Flames fans go partying. Yeah, everybody's getting, well, I hope they're not getting ready to party, but they are getting ready for the, uh, for the NHL to relaunch for sure. Well, yeah, COVID has been, a, I assume, a big problem, especially um, in your industry. Yeah, for every industry, yeah, really, realistically. But yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be good to have hockey back. Okay, so at your location... You're, you're open as a pub serving your own beer uh, and I assume food. And uh, do you brew in the same location? Yes, your, we, how, do, we, how do you run your business? Yeah, we've been brewing here on site for, uh, I mean, again, we've just crossed four years of being open. Uh, so we've been brewing on site since day one. And uh, yeah, I'll literally brewing around the clock to keep up right now. Okay. And tell us about what you brew. What, what's your... What's your well, I mean, beer? We've got uh, eight core beers. Um, all of them have won an award or two. Uh, our, our IPA, our high five IPA is a silver medalist at the Alberta Brewing Awards. Our turntable lager just received uh, best lager in Alberta at the Alberta Beverage Awards and then a silver at the Alberta Brewing Awards. Our conductor Beltline lager, which is a German style Marzen and Oktoberfest beer, received a silver medal at the Canadian International Brewing Awards. And, uh, you know, we've, we've just put hazy into a can. We have a, a, New a hazy New England pale ale that is that has become very popular. We just brewed a rattler and put that into a can. Uh, back when I owned 1410, we were the second location in Canada to serve Stiegel Rattler. I flew to Germany and toured Stiegel, met the owners, and then uh, struck a deal to bring some back to Calgary. So that rattler was kind of near and dear to my heart. Uh, we have a porter that we brew in-house, uh, Portland-style coffee stout porter that we partner up with uh, our local coffee shop, which is just two doors down, Analog. Uh, so it's great to have them, you know, part of our community is, as part of the brews. And then down the street again, about four doors down, a very popular pizza restaurant in Calgary called Una. Uh, their operations manager came over here, did a brew, and and a recipe and so we've got a collaboration with the pizzeria called Una Upbeat Wheat beer as well. And then our flagship that everyone knows us for would be our first Crush White IPA. Cool. And those are all brewed locally? Uh, They're all I brewed assume, right here on site, yeah. I assume people can see you in the process of brewing while they're at? Yep, 
Yeah, the, the brewery is literally kind of right in the center of the restaurant. You know, we made the, uh, our designers originally wanted the brewery in the back of the restaurant. Um, you know, and when my part, business partner and I talked about it, you know, we, we, our, our mindset was we'd rather lose seating and have the brewery as a focal point because we are a brew pub um, than just to be focused on getting more seating in the building. How many tanks have you got set up? Uh, we have six fermenters, uh, eight bright tanks. Uh, we're an 18 hex system. Uh, so yeah, again, right now we're brewing around the clock. We have an on-site canning line uh, from Cast Global Canning Systems that they kind of customize to fit our little space. So we've literally made use of every single square foot we can in this building. I assume you do kegs and stuff for at least your own stuff? Yeah, we do uh, 20 liter kegs, 50 liter kegs, not just for us, but for other restaurants and pubs and bars around town. Um, and again, we, we can on site. So that means a cannon goes into the uh, distribution and you're, you're there for outside of Calgary and can't, where can people get your, your products? Yeah, they could get them any, any Safeway, Soapies, Co-op uh, across Alberta. And of, and of course, all of the, the unbelievable independent uh, uh, liquor stores as well. And that's for your main products? Like you said, there was eight of them? Is those are yeah, all that's available for all cans? of our core beers. We just released a boombox mix pack, which is literally designed like a ghetto blaster, an old school ghetto blaster. Okay, yeah. Um, so four of our, our core beers are in that uh, mix pack, uh, and that's been going over very well this summer. Well, yeah, that gives everybody a taste. They can, they can go through the different beers and taste them. And yeah, it's always a great, great sampler. Yeah. So I assume people can, can they get growlers if they come to your place? Yeah, we have growlers and howlers on site. We've got a, uh, a growler track actually that runs through the whole restaurant and not only displays our growlers, but growlers from around the world. So a lot of guests will bring in a growler that they were in Nashville at Nashville brewery and swap out for a trolley and it goes up onto our track. So uh, for us, it's not just about displaying our, our beer, but a lot of the local breweries around Alberta as well. So what do you mean by track? Is there actually something moving on a... Yeah, it's like a moving track that moves between two floors and it has 250 growlers on it. Cool. And displays them all as they go around? Like it's, That's right. Is that getting back to like there are uh, little trolleys on there that are moving or? Yeah, there's a, well, no, there's a trolley car on the growler and then it just, it just keeps rolling around. So oh, sounds like uh, you need to come by and have a look and see that. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, people love it. Yeah. They bring their kids and the kids just kind of sit there for hours watching the track go around. So it's great. And I assume you have great food to go with your, your beers and. Yeah, I mean, we're global, like our menu would be kind of registered as global comfort food. We specialize in, uh, you know, Alberta barbecue. Uh, so lots, you know, beef brisket, uh, smoked turkey, um, chicken, so forth. But uh, on the global side, my family's owned a Chinese food restaurant for over 55 years. So we have a lot of dumplings on our menu too. So a lot of dim sum dumplings, which also pair off great with our beers. Sounds very interesting. Uh, um, I guess I, what else is uh, great and exciting about, uh, about being here? I guess um, you're in 17th Avenue, which is sort of the Red Mile main location of Calgary. 
are you open? Like with what's COVID, where's COVID hitting you? Or like, can, are, can people actually go visit you now? Or are you? We're, we're open basically at 50% capacity right now. So obviously with the social distancing rules of six feet between each table. Um, and we were, we opened on May 25th. So uh, we opened up with the first wave of restaurants and bars um, coming out of COVID and it's been very well received by the public. Uh, we follow all the Alberta health standards and go on top of that to ensure people are safe within the restaurant. Uh, yeah, it's, it, but COVID was, I mean, it affected everyone. Being, having the restaurant closed for almost three months was, was very tough. Okay, but you are open uh, and I assume you don't need to get a reservation or anything to show up and there's lots of room? Yeah, well, we always have room for walk-ins. Reservations are always best. Uh, You know, we do line up for tables probably four out of the the seven days a week. Uh, But yeah, reservations are always welcome. Sounds great. Um, What about the community part? Uh, I think we talked a lot about the art, the beer, the, you know, how you make it and, and how it all fits in. Uh, the business, I think we discussed. Community-wise, do you uh, do you have much interaction with the community? Do community you do events? Is massive, massive for us. I mean, our our title is community brew pub. So during COVID, um, as tough as times were, we tried to do what we could, which was every single week we sold a keg, where one hundred percent of the proceeds would go to one of our local charities. So you know. Um, community is a huge focus for us. I myself have coached volleyball for over 30 years, uh, the last 12 years at a high school across the street. So hiring local athletes in the off season is, is, is big for us. You'll come in, you'll see lots of, you know, jerseys mounted up on the wall of, of our local athletes. So supporting them while they're in schools is very important to us. Um, we're part of meal share in Calgary. We, you know, we volunteer at, uh, We've done lots of events here for the food bank um, and local sports associations as well. We've held multiple fundraisers here to try to make sure that our local sports scene is, is alive and thriving. Um, you know, getting those funds back to, back to the youth. Well, and I assume just being part of the, the red mile makes you part of that whole community as well, but. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So you mentioned that you're a, uh, a brew pub uh is that a definition in of 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 a restaurant and and alcohol stuff like in calgary is or like what does that mean well brew brew pub is a full service restaurant you know with a with a full service brewery on site right um if you wanted to look at the full you know definition of it uh, so we brew on site and we serve and make food from scratch on site as well. So it becomes that one-stop shop uh, feel. But are only people over 18 allowed or is it a... No, a, 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 a true brew pub. If you're in Seattle or Portland, uh, you'll see, you know, in the middle of a Saturday, Sunday, there's million, like a ton of families in there, guys holding their babies, having a pint. Uh, so we do allow minors because a true community brew pub should be allowing minors in there. It should be a family feel always. Right. And that's what I was trying to get at is the, the whole world, uh, the word of pub means it is a family allowed establishment. Yeah. 
Yeah. Now, does that close at a certain time? Like, does that? We close at, uh, you know, on the, on the weekdays, we're closed by midnight. And then on the weekends, we're closed by 2 a.m. Uh, yeah, I was sort of asking of whether there's a, a restriction on time where... 2 a.m. cut off seven but, days. But uh, up till then, uh, under 18 is allowed. Uh, we, just on the weekends, Friday, Saturdays, we don't allow minors in past six. Okay. Just because we can't control the environment. We're quite a social atmosphere on Fridays and Saturdays. So we, we just want to make sure that kids aren't within earshot of, of you know you know, a local softball team that might be celebrating a win or <laughs> So it's not an official rule. You guys just, uh, that's a one. Yeah, year. we kind of construct it to, you know, make, make it feel best for families as well. No, I, I love the whole pub definition and uh, that anybody can come in with their families and, and have a pint and uh, yes. But some places that's a, a foreign concept, I guess. It's, it's a, uh, probably started in England, right? With the whole Commonwealth of the pub there. And, and uh, I assume that's why it's more popular in Canada than, than in the U.S. Yeah, I'd say, you know, England, Belgium, Germany, for sure. Like you, if you travel Belgium, Germany, you'll see families out at 10 a.m. having beers, you know, and uh, some of their kids, even, you know, the 10, I saw 10, 12 year olds having like small little glasses of Fruity, right? So um yeah beer's beer's part of their culture it's part of their economy it's a massive part of the uk culture sounds great so if people want to find out more about you uh, what's the best way to do that um they can check us out on our website and uh you know we can go from there yeah like they, they could check us out on our website google us there's lots of information up there on trolley five yeah so the website is trolley the number five dot com that's correct and if they go there, they can uh, find out more about where you're at, the, the actual restaurant, uh, your beer, distribution, and you know, how to get your product. So, so yes, go to the website. That's trolley5.com and find out more about Trolley 5. So thank you, Ernie. Um, Thanks much, Brad. And you can uh, catch a replay of this on our website which is craftbrewmarketingagency.com. We'll be publishing up there with the rest of our stuff. And of course, this podcast will be on Apple, et cetera. So uh, thank you, Ernie. Uh, and it's Brad Mooney signing off for the ABCs of craft beer. Great talking with you, Brad. Thank you for listening to our show. We're glad you had a chance to join us. Be sure to subscribe, give us a rating. We like fives. And share with your friends. You can also hear our past shows on our website at craftbrewmarketingagency.com.